0: Welcome to Radio Manial. My name is Vero Valletti-Flores.
1: And I'm Miriam Suela-Perez, and we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes.
0: Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love. This week we are bringing some old school salsa for you, and we are so
1: excited for these jams. Oh my god, I've been getting, I've said this like four times on the podcast and I don't even care. I've just been getting my whole life listening to classic salsa lately. It's just, it's just been everything. I mean, I, what's not to love? I know, but like, where have I been? I don't know. I don't know. I just got caught up on all the new shit, and I just forgot about all the classics. So I was really <laughs> happy to, to do work on this episode.
0: Well, the song that I am bringing for you all is pretty old. It's pretty old, but it's not as old as I thought it was somehow. Mm -hmm. This song is from 1998. It's called Micaela by Sonora Carruseles featuring Luis Flores. Let's take a listen to it again. Every single song that I personally am bringing today, I'm in shock that we've never brought, including this one. So I guess we really needed this episode, first of (laughs) all. I looked at the list and I was like,
1: no way, we brought all of those. And then we didn't brought any of them. (laughs) Right? Yeah.
0: I like searched several times to make sure.
1: Yep, me too. Yep. I mean, this is such a jam. This is such a jam. It's just
0: like an unabated classic, for real. Um, Like I said, it's by Sonora Carruseles. They're Un Orquesta orquesta from Medellin. And this is off of an album from 1998 called Heavy Salsa. And yeah, I feel like one of the things that shocked me when I was looking this up is that so a lot of like my other picks are older than I am, or at least as old as I am and this one is from 1998 and i just feel like it's like existed since time immemorial you know what i mean I like it's like i don't feel like i there ever was a time when this didn't exist right so. right all of my pictures are <laughs> you know, in the I similar was like, a fully formed human by the time this song came out and you i were just, like in high can't school imagine a time yeah. when it didn't exist and really i shan't
1: <laughs> you know i won't i'm glad you don't have to imagine that time I had a similar experience where I was like looking, like, oh yeah, old school salsa classics. And then like all the songs I picked are from like 20 years ago. Like, are we that Mm -hmm. old that that's old? I don't even know. You know, to me, old school would be like the 70s, but I wanted to go with the things that like really stood out at me. So I was like, whatever, here, here we go. Old school 20 years ago. But it makes me feel old for sure.
0: (laughs) I mean, 20 years is a long time ago. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) To be fair.
1: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't know when oh. I learned heard this song, but it's amazing. And it's like, I just, yeah, it's a legend.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like, if you ask me, like, when I heard this, like, I have no fucking idea. This is like, I feel like it's been around forever. Like, as long as I've been alive, mikaela has been dancing the bugalú, you know, mm-hmm. for all I know.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hmm. But
0: yeah, shout out to Micaela for dancing the Bugaloo in a way that inspired this song <laughs> in the way that it did. Porque de verdad se y se también la, la Sonora for real. Shout out to them. I fucking love this shit.
1: Yeah, it's so good. Do you know anything about that group? they're from
0: medellin they're from colombia and Mm -hmm. they're like they have like a big discography they started up in 95 so this is like one of their earlier okay. okay um earlier on hits yeah so they like formed in 95 pero and and they're still around yeah they're still doing stuff all
1: right
0: and i think that for me like when i was choosing these songs i was just like i was i just like wanted the songs that like got me, like, for me, because for me, salsa, there's, like, two times when I listen to salsa, right? Mm -hmm. I listen to salsa when I'm, like, literally dancing, like, I Mm -hmm. want to be dancing, or when I'm cleaning, when I can dance with, like, La or something like that, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I can't, like, sit still at my computer and listen to this shit, like, I can't, like, work and listen to salsa, that's, like wild to me you know I can't like not move in that way when it's on mm-hmm. so um so I end up not listening to it a ton because I mean unless I'm like you know and I feel like lately I've been listening to so much reggaeton that that's what I've been listening to when I'm cleaning so like mm-hmm. the, I just like had like again like similar to you I had like a sort of like reawakening around salsa like in December um when mm-hmm. it was just like on at my parents house and we were like making ayakas and like doing shit right mm-hmm. so I was like oh shit yeah I can you know this can also be part of the soundtrack of my, you know, Diligencias yeah. en la <laughs> Casa music. Yeah, But, like, what I was thinking about when I was thinking of, like, this song is, like, what, like, what are, like, the songs that, like, you know, like, the first, like, few bars come mm-hmm. on and I'm just, like, oh, shit. And I, like, get up and, like, mm-hmm. have to move. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, that was sort of the criteria for these. And this one definitely fits that bill.
1: Yeah, I think that was my same criteria. I actually literally was cleaning on Saturday afternoon and, like, put on – um like a spotify classic salsa playlist and then was just like saving and screenshotting things for this episode so i was literally doing that it was just like around the house and then i'd hear one and i'm like all oh, right right this one this one and like go and add it to the playlist so um <laughs> yeah i also have lately nice. have been driving while listening to salsa which i think is actually a good i think salsa music is good for driving Oh, interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that wouldn't do it
1: for me. Like, I couldn't no, do it. No, I don't know. Yeah, I, feel like I don't
0: know. I, I mean, maybe, maybe I can. Maybe I can, because I can <laughs> drive and listen to reggaeton. But yeah. I feel like that's like there's like the bass, and that's like a feeling, you know, like the bass out of your car is like something that I'm very familiar with. But like, I feel like I need to be like up and moving my feet with salsa, you know what I mean? Yeah, You can do it with the
1: shoulders. Salsa the shoulders. for me is like, a lot about the
0: footwork, <laughs> right? Like footwork and galeras, you know, like.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm so yeah.
0: it feels like I think it might feel hard for me
1: I think I just like driving and feeling hype about the music I'm listening to so that can be bachata can be salsa can <laughs> Word, be reggaeton yeah. like whatever it is can't like, be mad just, at that no no and you know you do a little like drumming on the steering wheel like you make it work you can make it work <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is definitely a favorite of mine for sure so I'm glad you brought
0: it what do you have for us
1: alright this is another one from the same kind of era this is from 2000 and it's called Tu Carinito and it's by Puerto Rican Power. remember like the moment when I first heard these songs because they're so they feel so iconic to me but um but I can it's all just sort of like blends into what you were saying it like feels like these songs have always existed and there's just the songs that you know <laughs> like in your bones and like you know that you've heard it at a million weddings and noches and parties and whatnot on the radio um but yeah as far as I can tell the songs from 2000 it's a little bit hard to tell sometimes because like songs get re-released a bunch and so trying to like find the original disc like record that had it but i think this is from 2000 from a kind of cheesy album called men and salsa That like the cover is like totally a riff on men in black which feels really dated now. <laughs> that's <laughs> outstanding yes. it feels so dated <laughs> so dated <laughs> um this oh episode actually regrettably could have been called could have been called men and salsa because without trying we picked all male artists for this um episode, which I think we... Yeah, I I mean, I was aware of that, actually, when I was picking because I was, like,
0: I wanted to pick something by, like, maybe La India, but, like, all of, like, my songs that I was, like, really hype about, like, we've already, you know, we've already brought them. Like, it's ironically, like, the men that, like, these, like, classic songs by men that I've never brought before. Like, all the songs that I think that I would want to bring by, like, that are like classic sort of like yes absolutely like
1: by women we've actually already brought to the show right. so that's a big right. part of it too <laughs> yeah yeah i just mean without trying like we weren't trying to make it an all-dude episode it's just that's just kind oh, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. of outplayed oh obviously that's part of it not usually our approach um do you do you recognize the song do you know the song that
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, not like, I don't think that if you would have asked me about this song, like, I'd be like, no, I don't know that song. But like, listening to it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds familiar, you know? No,
1: I would have said I didn't know that song either. I would have said, who's Puerto Rican power? Like, I have no idea, you know? Like, it's not. But um, But when it came on, I was like, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Sometimes it's the first few bars. Sometimes it's the chorus. I feel like this is one of those where in the chorus hits, and I'm like, right, right, right.
2: Yeah,
1: the whole thing. So, um... So yeah, it's really good. Um, it looks like these dudes uh, had their first album in '87, and then they released an album as recently as 2017. So, um, still doing the thing. Um, and yeah, Puerto Rican, obviously Puerto Rican power, um, as their as their name. But yeah, I, you know there are definitely a lot of amazing women in salsa. You know, Celia Cruz, like La India. There's inc- you know, um, there's incredible, incredible women in the industry, but it's also tends to be really male dominated. So it's pretty easy, unfortunately to like come up with a whole list and, and, and have it be almost all men. I think this for sure. uh, Yeah. I think this is their most famous song. I think they might be a little bit of like a one-hit wonder situation. I mean, they have a lot of music, but this one, like, I think has gotten a lot more. Like when I looked at the views, like way more views and listens than like anything else that they have. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think this one got them big. And yeah, y'all should check out the show notes because there's a video of them doing this live. And the outfits are pretty amazing. (laughs) Outstanding. Yeah. So 2000 or whatever this was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like. I
0: love like the shirts, the button downs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with the patterns. Just, yeah. Mhm.
1: <laughs> just so good. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you know, you just gotta see it.
1: I mean, twenty years ago is long enough that like that kind of shit is back almost. So, <laughs> here we are.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could you could like pull together a fit that works in modern times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Off of that shit for sure. Yeah. Yep. You just need a little confidence and a little styling, but. You know those shirts that they're wearing in that video? I feel like I would wear it. I yeah. would wear it like you like a little it. baggie with like some big hoops. Mm-hmm. A cat I eye. You. I could see you. Easy.
1: Yeah. Easy would yep. wear that. <laughs> maybe, this, maybe this should be your inspiration for your look. Is early two thousand. Yeah, maybe I videos. need to look
0: to like you know two thousands, early two thousands, late 90s salsa videos for mm-hmm. my for my mm-hmm. summer summer looks.
1: Mm-hmm. I think good could call, well. Bettis. Yep. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna go. do that. I'm gonna search for inspiration there and hit the thrift store. You're welcome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I love a pattern button down. It's definitely. I feel like my. I was saying that my. I feel like my style is like pretty. I'm not super like fashion forward. That's actually a phrase I said yesterday. <laughs> Um, I mean, if you, if you exclude the fact that like I'm gender non-conforming, I feel like that in of itself is sort of like avant-garde or whatever bullshit. But, um, but in without right. that consideration, like I'm not very fashion-forward. But I think most of my experimentation comes in like fun button-down what, patterns.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got some cute prints yeah. in your in your uh, roster for sure.
1: You know, we know our strengths, and it's just not... fashion is not like, a huge <laughs> thing for me. <laughs> so. It's all good. So what's your next classic? This one is a fave of mine, too.
0: Yes. So this one was another one that I was like, ¿Cómo es posible que me traiga esta vaina para el programa? Like, I just, like, had no... I just, like, didn't believe that I hadn't brought it. Pero there's no time like the present. This is Lloraras by Mi Bebe Oscar de (laughs) León. A number of times before. I think one time you brought Oscar mm-hmm. de Leon, one time I brought Oscar de Leon. Um, Pero Nunca Esta Canción, which is like hands down my favorite of his. Yeah. And also maybe his most popular? It's I would possible. say so. I would say it's up it's there. It's
1: one of, it's among yeah. the most popular songs. Yeah. I brought his, like, him to the third episode and we talked about You at so, so early on. We talked on. about this song, but, but I brought a different one. And I think, you know, part of right. the issue is that like at the beginning we... For the first couple of years, we tried not to repeat artists, which is like, now I'm like, that's so impossible. <laughs> like, how did we even do that? So I think that's part of why we, once I brought Oscar Delo and we didn't like bring him again for a long time.
0: Mm hmm, mm hmm. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I, I think this one, though, is just
0: like, I love this one because it's just so dramatic, you know, like the drama in this song, like "I live, Mm llorarás." You know, Mm -hmm. like I would put that on a T-shirt, "llorarás y Mm -hmm. (laughs) llorarás." You would. Oh my god!
1: Can be tears if it's somebody else's tears. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: would. It's like you're gonna fucking cry about this, dude. Also, like, you know, I like thinks for this amazing like cheating revenge song you know mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah you're you're a cheater but you're gonna cry and cry when you figure out the the you know the when size and magnitude of your mistake Yeah, yep <laughs> which mm-hmm. absolutely like I feel that
1: yeah it's I a I mood I
0: feel that and I'm, I'm like really on this level right now
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, you know, confirming like all the lyrics. And I was like, yep, 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 yep. yep. checks out, checks out, <laughs> checks out, checks out. <laughs> I'm glad you could find a song to,
1: to get you to the right mood for this moment.
0: <laughs> anyway, Oscar de Leon, un venezolano, mm. lo amo. I saw him live a bazillion years ago. That's so cute. And it was so much fun. I highly recommend it. Um, this song is from 1974, which is like more like what I was thinking. Like, yes, like it's existed literally mm-hmm. forever, right? Right, <laughs> right. 74 is forever, yeah. For uh, sure. Right, right. So this is from 1974, back when Oscar de Leon was actually a member of a salsa group called Dimension Latina. It was like a, a Venezuelan salsa orchestra and it's from that group's fifth album together and it was their first international hit. But um, Oscar wrote the song. Um, Oscar Leung actually did most of the songwriting and musical arrangements for the band um, together with another member. So, you know, like, super fucking talented dude, like, knows how to, like, do all the musical arrangements in the orchestra, which, like, if you've ever seen a salsa orchestra live, like, mm-hmm. that shit is not uncomplicated. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's, like, a lot of elements. It's, like, you got, like, the guida, you got, like, the clave, you got, like, the, like, you know, the congos and the bongos and, like, all, you know, like, so many, so many different things. Um Pero this song, I just feel like is so good oscar is super talented the voice of a fucking angel you know revenge classic and like again this is another one that like the first few songs like you hear the guido you hear the claves like and then like there's like the piano riff starts to get you going and then like the second that the horns come in i'm just like Se esta vaina, you know mm-hmm. like i just like got to dance yeah those <laughs> horns those horns those trumpets Love a horn section. Yeah. Shout out the trumpet. Shout out
1: the trombone. hmm Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I don't know that I've ever seen a live salsa band, and I think I need to correct that like right away. I guess I. I guess we oh, saw. Oh yeah. No, we saw. Um, we, Buena saw Vista. Yeah, we, we saw. saw Buena Vista. We yeah, we saw. We saw. Yeah, we saw. Together. Shout out to Omara Portuondo. Speaking of women in salsa, she was incredible. when We saw her. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, so that Buena Vista Social Club event that we went to, obviously Buena Vista is incredibly famous and notorious and has a huge fan base around the world. So it was a big venue. If you can go see, like, um, if you can go see a salsa orchestra in a smaller venue, like when I saw Scar de Leon, it wasn't like a huge salsa like the level that like Buena Vista was, but mm-hmm. a huge salsa orchestra. But it was like all live instrumentation, and it was like. I went to see Oscar de Leon in like, you know, 2001 in Minnesota. So even though he's like an international superstar, it wasn't like a huge crowd or a huge venue. Right. And so if you get to see it up close, it's so cool to be able to like, I don't know for me I'm like a sort of like a dork for like catching different musical elements Mm -hmm. so like I love being able to see like you know like hear like focus in on a player of an instrument and listen for that and like you know look at the horns when they come in and just like listen to each like try to like focus on each player and like Mm -hmm. listen for each element within it because it's so rich like salsa is like so so rich. And it's really, it can be really fun if you, like, are able to, like, really concentrate on the musicians and watch them do their thing. Also, they're always having so much fun.
1: Yeah. I, w- I really need to make that happen. I mean, it's like a 2020 goal is, like, getting to go see a live salsa band.
0: Yeah. I highly recommend it. Super fun. And is he still doing his thing?
1: I think when we... Oscar de Leon? Yeah. 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 He's around. Him, He's he alive. Doing He's doing thing. it. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah, He's had a long Maybe career, Maybe you can yo. still catch him on tour. That'd be amazing. Look it up. That would be amazing.
0: (laughs) It would be amazing. I would, would go see him again.
1: Yeah. For sure. No, he's great. I want to take a quick break to talk to you all about our membership program. If you've been listening the last few weeks, you know that we launched
0: a member program. We are looking for folks to make this show a little bit more sustainable. And if you can join if you have the coins to support us
1: outside of all of your sharing online and listening, we would really, really appreciate it. Take a look at the link in the show notes for more information, but it's really easy to sign up and we so, so, so appreciate um, your ongoing support that makes this show sustainable. Members get access to a members only podcast feed with no ads and extra bonus content just for you. So for example, members this week are going to get a, Salsa
0: playlist that we're curating just for y'all. So if you can join us, we'd love
1: to have you. Thank you, babies. Let's get back to our show. All right, so this next one is my pick, and it's a super, super fave of mine. It's called La Garro Bajando by Gilberto Santa Rosa.
3: (laughs) mucha gracia y manifiesta su conducta a perfección que es lo que anda buscando
1: All right, so this is, yeah, just, I mean, it's like kind of the same story for every one of these songs. It's just like one of those salsa songs that I know really well and that as soon as I hear it, I want to dance and sing along to the chorus. Um, But if Mm you mentioned it to me, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, that song. You know, it's really just like an experience of hearing it a lot. And not seeking it out. Yeah. So I was happy to finally, like, have, be reminded of this song. This artist is Puerto Rican Salsero. I brought him um, to a new music episode, actually, like, I don't know, maybe a couple of months ago. He put out some new salsa, so that was kind of fun. But there was, like, a new, you know, mm-hmm. people are still making salsa. It's not just, like, an old-school situation. Um, oh, obviously, yeah. Yeah, For So. Sure. But yeah, I'm not as connected to like the new salsa that's coming out or who's making salsa these days, you know, it's just, like, mm-hmm. more connected to the stuff that I used to listen to. Um, but yeah, this is from 2001. He got big in the 80s um, and then has still been doing his thing. He's known as El Caballero de la Salsa. Kind of like that with <laughs> with bachata mm. and with salsa, I feel like people often have these like titles, you know, um, and I think it's, it's cheesy <laughs> yeah. but cute. It's Um, cute. I can get into it. So is this another one that you have heard before?
0: Yeah, I think I've heard it before. I mean, Jirotra Santa Rosa is, like, also, like, super classic, famous, you know, Mm -hmm. all over the place. So, again, not the sort of thing where I'd, like, look it up or know it or whatever, but it's like, oh, yeah, this is familiar, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like in the ether. Totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I hope you all get your life listening to these classics just the way that I've been getting my life listening to them lately. But yeah, he's a big deal. He has a ton of albums. Um, ton- I don't think this is necessarily one of his big hits either, um, but it's just one that I happen to know really well. For sure.
0: All right, so my next one is, again, another one that I could not believe that we brought. I'm sure we've talked about it a million times, which is why I was in disbelief that we hadn't brought it, but this one is a classic by Colombian salsero Joe Arroyo. This one is called La Rebellion. Let's take a listen
4: mi mano un pedacito de la historia negra, de la historia nuestra, caballero, y dice así
0: The ones that yeah. I couldn't believe that we hadn't brought. Yeah. I had to search over and over again to like really confirm yeah. that we hadn't brought it before because I was like, did we not bring it? Did like maybe like Bimbona not bring it? Did like somebody not bring it? Yeah, <laughs> I think we like, like
1: were like, talking about it a lot when we first started the show. Like you and I were talking about it. Um, and I don't know why I didn't Maybe end up on an episode, I'm sure but I remember we've having about conversations about it, about it. Yeah, but I don't think we've
0: talked Yeah, about which it is now. why I, yeah. I think that uh, we brought it, I thought that we brought it, but we haven't. So it's time to rectify that immediately. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I I just like this song is an iconic, iconic song, you know. Um, it's about a fucking slave rebellion, right? Yeah. In Colombia. And I think that what's really cool about this song is that it not only, like, reminds us that slavery was, like, a real and horrifying thing that happened in Colombia, as it was all across Latin America and, you know, everywhere that slavery happened, right? Right. But, like, um, you know, it's the story of a slave that rises up um, when a mas- the master hits his wife, right? And um, this isn't based on a historical event or anything. You know, like, some songs are, like, obviously, like, retellings of known uprisings or whatever. But um I think what's cool about this song is that it's a reminder that like small uprisings among slaves were happening all the time and like right. enslaved people w- were consistently resisting on scales large and small like all the fucking time. Right. Right, and I think that like that's one of the things that when we're talking about um you know experiences of really great oppression there's a tendency to always talk about like this like undignified suffering which obviously is a huge part of it but like there's like people in every kind of situation no matter how fucked up like find ways to keep their dignity and to and to resist right in every single situation of um, so I think that this this song is like, you know, like it's something as like, you know, quote unquote in, insignificant, right? Like in terms of like, you know, a slave master hitting one of their slaves, which is like a routine aspect of, you know, chattel slavery. Yeah, um, horrible. And have, you know, it being like this this person like rising up and like, you know, having an uprising based on this that was like you know like hasta aquí llegó you know like today was like the day that like you know you can't do this no more to me you know like right so um so i think that that's one of the things that i really appreciate about this song is yeah. that it um sort of it sort of shows right that like uh that acts of resistance were just as much an everyday part of slavery as was, you know, the, you know, horrifying oppression that, uh, slaves endured at the hands of, of, um, white Latin Americans.
1: Yeah. So true. So true. It's significant that he, you know, documented that sort of that concept that those happenings, even if it wasn't historical, but like what you're saying in such an iconic song that then, you know, has been consumed and um heard and listened to by you know millions of people as part of this legacy yeah
0: yeah and you know joe arroyo is a really iconic was an iconic colombian salsero um he's from cartagena he passed in 2011 he'd been having some really bad health problems for the last like you know decade of his life Mm. you know died way 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 too young um I don't know what the health problems were about exactly. Some people say that it's drugs. He sort of denied in interviews that drugs had anything to do with it. So it seems like it's sort of unclear. He died of just, like, multiple organ failure in Mm. 2011. Wow. Um, And, I mean, he was born in 1955, so he's, like, my dad's age. My dad's, like you know, 60 something. Right. Um, So he died very young, too young, Um, Mm -hmm. but he is an icon, right? There's like a statue of him now in Cartagena. He um, was known for his unique way of mixing up the sounds of the African diaspora into Latino music. And, um, and, you know, he will forever be an icon for that and is, um, is well known for this and many other songs. Um, but yeah, Joe Arroyo was just amazing. And I encourage you all to, to, you know, look up more about him and his music. Cause this is not the only cool song, but it is a really, really amazing one. Yeah. And I love that. Like, you know, uh, at- a lot of parties by, you know, a lot of, like, mm-hmm. Latino parties that you'll be going at, you like, you'll just be, like, in the middle of, like, your party time, and Joe Arroyo's, like, una sobre la clavitud en Colombia, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just, like, you know, like, let me, let me tell you, you know? Right. Um, right, And it's, it's an important reminder, right, because it's, like, we can't forget that this happened, not just because of history, but because history shapes the ways and context that we exist today. For so sure. um, you got to love cultural workers for that,
1: you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's incredible alongside all these songs about like love and romance and all this, whatever. Then we get this like really important and serious and like,
0: yeah and narrative. somehow it still manages to be like a fucking jam like it's like <laughs> yeah. joyful and dancing like when this comes on it's not like no you know like it like the the cool thing about it is that like the musicality matches like the um the energy of the resistance right Mm -hmm. it's like you know there's like joy and uh and amazingness to be found in everything too right like Mm -hmm. obviously slavery is a horrifying institution and like within the context of great horror people find ways to to experience joy too yeah Yeah. and um and so that's really that's really something i really appreciate about it a lot
1: yeah no it's incredible I feel like we did a pretty decent job of, like, not only just bringing, like, music from Puerto Rico, but, like, you know, we've got a couple of Venezolanos, we've got Colombianos. Surprisingly, there's no Cubans on this episode, though, which I feel a little embarrassed by.
0: Yeah, all of my people are, like, Venezolanos or Colombianos, which, like, sort of, like, speaks to my personal
1: context, right. you know, right. <laughs> but, right.
0: you know, my personal geographies of where where I'm at.
1: Yeah, I feel a little bit ashamed that I didn't bring any Cuban salsa. <laughs> but I was really just going by like what this what songs really hit with me and I was not paying too much attention to to that. So, just a reminder that there's a lot of amazing amazing Cuban salsa out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, well my last song is actually also by a Venezolano or a group of Venezolanos and it's called Persona Ideal and it's by Los Adolescentes.
4: <laughs> Para vivir de los recuerdos de ese amor Cuando agarrados de la mano en el parque nos besamos Y las lágrimas caían en los pe-
1: this is another late nineties, 1997 song. And it's by basically like a Venezolano salsa boy band, kind of basically young men. Um, at least when this first came out and I brought actually, um, I I talked about this group, um, a while back when I brought the Hilberto Santa Rosa song, the new salsa, because he, in that song collaborated with Porfi Baloa, who used to head up this group. Um, so that was what the sort of connection to, to that reference. Um, yeah. And yeah, this the chorus is just iconic. The Matingo Keid line is just so iconic. <laughs> <It's> so iconic.
0: <laughs> I love that this is from like this is, like, from, like, an era where, like, in Venezuela, the salsa boy band was, like, a thing. You know yeah, what I mean? That's if, so cool. Um, you all listened to the episode that we did, an interview with Nino Agustin, Nino brought um, Salserin, mm-hmm. which is, like, the iconic Venezuelan salsa boy band. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these were, like, kids, right? Like, they were, yeah. like, children. Um, and, you know, Salserin con mucho swing, like... <laughs> <laughs> we brought to that episode the um, Sola Sol and which is so I think that this is like a, a funny time in Venezuela where like the like kid salsa boy band was like a thing, a whole right, thing. Right, right. <laughs>
1: And both was... I think with this group, I don't know about Salcedin, it was, like, the people would rotate, you know? It's, like, they would keep it at a certain age, and then the people would, like... It wasn't, like, you know, it's not, like, in sync, where there's, like, there's the four of them, and that's it, you know? It's, like, it's more of, like, maybe a... man not no, maybe a... Um, more of a... Like a menudo, menudo. situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a menudo situation.
0: Well, I know that Sasadine existed... For a little bit, but then, like, the two people, like, the two, like, two, like, of, like, the biggest stars in it, like, sort of, like, went, like, had, like, you know, like, had an offshoot and then went and did their own duo, Servandi Florentino, so then they were, like, Servandi Florentino, the who were of Salsering fame, and then they each went, like, to do their own things and whatever, but,
1: yeah, yeah, it's, like, a little bit of, a little bit of both. Got it, got it. Well, yeah, I think I, w- I wouldn't be mad if they brought back the Salsa Boy Band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's bring back kids playing salsa. I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> I love when there's songs where there's like little kid chorus You know, chorus of like little children singing. That's another like trope in Latin music that is pretty great. I'm
0: usually truly against the children's chorus making appearances in a song. Yeah, that's a little on the corny end for me, but I love
1: such sitting too, so what can I say? Yeah. And was this a song that you were familiar with?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd heard this song before. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think it might have gotten released under two different names because there's I found a track called Persona Ideal that's this track and then also I think okay you had another track with the same song different names. so I'm not sure what happened yeah. there but I think yeah. this is probably their most famous song or one of their most famous songs.
0: Well, thank you for keeping
1: the um, Venezolano salsa boy that <laughs> you're life, Perez. <laughs> you're so welcome. You're so welcome. I'll have to make sure that on the playlist we're making for the members that there is some Cuban salsa to make up for my bedgüenza on this episode for not bringing any Cuban salsas.
0: Well, thankfully you have like four years worth of podcast episodes in which you've brought a number of Cuban salsas. That's true. That's true. That's I think true. that
1: we're gonna be okay. I've been re- representing. Bread remains okay. intact. Right. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for that. I
0: appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show for today, y'all. Thank you so, so much for listening. As always, all of the details from all
1: the songs and everything that we brought up in the episode are going to be in our show notes. Check those out at Radimanea.com. Also, make sure you're following us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also have a newsletter that you can sign up for. Links are in the show notes. Gracias, 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 y'all. Hasta la próxima. Bye.